No, no, no. Not not that predator. That they they couldn't afford to sign me into the license. Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 23. Oh, Canada, where art thou? This is the super special freedom edition of the Geekscape Games Podcast. America. That's right. Our, our Canuck from the north Keith is Irvin. not with us. Wait, he's a oh. shit. <laughs> what, what, what? No, I'm like muttering like Americanisms. Right? The second fucking thing I said was Keith Urban, but I go, wait, he's Australian. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We may not have socialized medicine, but we do have $13 amiibos. I am the Alaskan ambassador, Shane O'Hare. And with me, the lads of laissez-faire, the prophets of prophylogy. I had to look up what that <laughs> word, it's a synonym for freedom. I'm not a very good wordsmith. But the prophets of prophylogy are Josh Jackson and Juan Carlos. Say hello, boys. Hello. I bleed freedom. <laughs> That's right. In this episode of the Geekscape Games podcast is sponsored by Freedom Fries, Liberty Cabbage, and Tums. <laughs> and Tums. D- don't forget Saks I mean, Underwear. Don't, don't forget Saks and Underwear. Sa- and Saks Underwear, the unofficial sponsor of Geekscape Games podcast. The, the damn um, straight. I made, I made the mistake of eating two very spicy hot links right before getting on there. So this is this might be uh, a quick and dirty episode of the Geekscape Games podcast. <laughs> Emphasis on dirty. Uh, let's get into it. Um... Right off the bat, a little PSA about registering Super Smash Brothers with Club Nintendo. Juan, do you want to inform everybody what's going on? I'd love to. Uh, so we have until the 31st of March to register your 3DS and Wii U copies of Super Smash Brothers. Um, if you get it registered, both copies through Club Nintendo, then in spring, they'll send you two codes for the Mewtwo character for Smash Brothers. After that, um, you're kind of SOL. Um, they did reveal that they are going to allow people to purchase the character, but they didn't say at what price point. So a lot of people have those uh, games for both systems. So you have until, what is it, Tuesday? The 31st? Oh, uh, yes, next Tuesday. Yeah, t- uh, Tuesday to get those registered. Now, we've we've looked out for you yeah. before. We've told you about Meta Knight. We've told you about all the Amiibo exclusives that you should uh, pre-order. Did you pre-order? Some of you didn't, you jerks. So we're kind enough to remind you, you have a couple of days. If you really want to get the most out of your game, you want to get Mewtwo for free, and you have both of those games, go register them right now. And on top of that, Josh um, was kind enough to remind me that that the Club Nintendo is closing down after the 31st. So if you haven't reached Platinum level yet, and this will be the last year that you know Club Nintendo will exist, and you want to get that Platinum reward... You have until the 31st to register any unused codes from your game boxes to attempt to get the platinum status and to get the reward, whatever it may be. Or you could raid GameStop and take their codes that will no longer be of use after Tuesday, because I know I'm going to be on my way and pick up. (laughs) No, the employees are probably already doing that right now. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. The employees hate Nintendo. But they love Club Nintendo. No, where I work, they don't. Or where I go, they don't want to be anywhere near Nintendo products, which is fortunate for me because now I can run down and pick up my 3DS copy of Duck Dynasty and register that shit. Because <laughs> you know, no one bought it. Because <laughs> we're all atheists. Well, um, so that's why. <laughs> I had the special pre-order edition of Duck Duck Dynasty for the 3DS. Um, <laughs> Jesus. 
Okay, so um, in kind of bad news in the Nintendo home front was a few weeks ago, uh, we talked about some rumors that there might be a live-action Legend of Zelda series on Netflix. Well, uh, Nintendo CEO uh, Satoru Iwata was being interviewed by Time Magazine, and the very end of the, the interview, there was a quote pretty much just dissolving any of those rumors. Um, the quote was, as of now, I have nothing new to share with you in regard to the use of IPs for any TV shows or films, but I can at least confirm that the article in question is not based on correct information. So, Juan, I feel like your hopes and dreams have been crushed. I, um, I'm a little sensitive right now. <laughs> uh, I, I had, you know what I feel? I feel like I'm Linus in the pumpkin patch. And I had my welcome Legend of Zelda, Zelda Netflix series sign, and <laughs> and now I feel really foolish. <laughs> but uh, but um, I'm gonna be a little naive here and try to find meaning in things that probably don't exist. But when he says we have nothing to announce right now, that's usually code for something to announce later. So maybe it's not maybe it's not a television series. What if it's a movie? It, it that's what it is. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a movie. An, an epic tour trilogy. Yeah, it's it's that it's it's so it's not a it's not a TV show for Netflix. It's going to be a movie series for the big screen. That's what it's going to be. I'm going to make my sign right now. Wishful yeah, that's what thinking I was, one. I was thinking that too. It sounded a lot like that kind of PR doublespeak where he's saying one thing, but it leaves the possibility of something else open. So maybe I'm just wishful thinking, but but I don't even want to say it's wishful thinking on my part because. While I would watch a Zelda show, it's not like it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not going to be like Zane leaving One Direction if it never comes out. <laughs> so I'm not going to I'm not going to hashtag cut for Zelda. <laughs> cut for Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So I mean, honestly, the, the everybody was so hype about it, um, and it, there was like such positive outcry for it that I think Nintendo would be stupid. Not to eventually like do something about it, but I, I just the more I think about it, I don't know how anything. In, the only thing that Zelda wise that I think would work um, is if it was like background characters existing parallel to the adventures of Link, because it's kind of like doing the Halo movie. You're making uh, like you'd have to have Master Chief take off his helmet, or if you're you know doing a Half Life movie, you'd have to have Gordon Freeman talk, and it would just ruin like something that's so iconic to the franchise so making link talk or trying to give him a personality that's not his it's just gonna like dilute it i mean we can all remember those cdi games oh god yes. um why don't so. they just make an why don't they just make a show dedicated solely to how Girahim became so fabulous that's right <laughs> and then you could you could have him played by tyler breeze <laughs> that is probably the best damn casting i've heard anybody give on this show all right, could, well, I'm gonna, could, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call uh, uh, Turner and get it on Adult Swim right now. Perfect. For those of you who follow wrestling, you know exactly who we're talking about, and you appreciate how right Josh is about this. <laughs> Garahim Sword could be his selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really hope he said selfie stick because Skype kind of messed up there for a second, and I heard selfie dick. So Which, whichever one you want, <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all righty. Um, 
Well, another quick thing before we get into um, my uh, pick of the week was Mega64 released their Shadow of Mordor skit. And I have to say, as a longtime fan of Mega64, I've been watching them religiously since 2006. They're part of, they're some of my favorite creators. Um, this is probably one of their best skits ever. Um, you guys had a chance to watch it. We've all played Shadow of Mordor. Um, what do you guys think? Did they, did they nail it on the head? Oh, completely. Oh, for sure. No, the, the I accents, mean, like, uh, the costumes. The just, fear yeah. of uh, the fear of automobiles. <laughs> that was priceless. That, that was priceless. I mean, there's not really much to say other than, like, other than how good it was. Um, but if you guys are listening and have not checked it out, uh, and if you don't know what Mega64 is, Mega64.com. Check out the front page of Geekscape. We have that video on there. It was amazing. It's, it's some of their best work in a very, very long time. But... Let's get into what I want to talk about this week. Uh, two Halo stories coming out. Um, one of them comes, you can file it under Bizarro News. Um, there is a free-to-play Halo Online uh, running on the Halo 3 engine, exclusive for the PC, and it's going to be launched in Russia only. What? what? Wait. Let me say that again. Wait, the <laughs> country that hacked into my Geekscape net account, they're getting Halo for free? <laughs> And they also mess with Eric's account, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, um, there's really not much to say, but it's uh, it's just a free-to-play, probably a pay-to-win, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill shooter that's running on the Halo engine, PC exclusive. It's not coming to any of the, the consoles, and you're not going to get it outside of Russia. I feel like Putin's like a big Halo fan. He threatened to have Microsoft employees go mysteriously missing if they didn't get this game. Oh, no, totally. But it also, like, is one of those things, um, like, I think it was China got got uh, Call of Duty Online. It might have been, it might have been China or Korea, um, but they got Call of Duty Online, and it was just, like, I mean, it was just a game that, based, like, loosely resembled Call of Duty, and it was, like, one of those MMO FPSs where you're just fighting to get points to buy new weapons, or you could, I mean, we've all played those, those pay-to-win games, those free-to-play games where you pay real money to get the better guns, so... Um, I, I wouldn't, unless it comes out and it's absolutely amazing, um, I, I wouldn't really be too upset by it. Um, it uh, it's, it's being developed by a company called Saber Interactive um, that I, I believe they worked on the Master Chief collection. So, I don't know. Are, are, are any of you guys planning to um, hop on a plane and move to Russia anytime soon? No, but now that I think about it, it might be better off this way since in America we can't even get Halo working online when we pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say about that either. I mean, no. I mean, I, I, I probably should have started the show off with saying it's been a really slow fucking news week. It's been I, a really uh, slow news week. But even though it's a slow news week, we did say this is the Freedom Podcast, the special America. So as a proud American, I can't go to Russia. Sorry. <laughs> Same place. We'll just have to live with our paid copy of Halo that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it, it's probably going to have the, an equal amount of playability. I All right. Think uh, so, yeah. so, <laughs> so um, last of the Halo news this week, um, um, there is an alternate reality game starting uh, for Halo 5 Guardians. Um, um, there was a uh, SoundCloud file that was created um uh, voiced by uh, Keegan Peel from Key and Peel or Keegan Keegan Key. Fuck, goddamn, that's hard to say. <laughs> okay, one of Key from Key and Peel. 
Um, and he was doing like an audio journal. Um, he was playing the character um, Benjamin Girard, a journalist hired to do an in-depth profile of Master Chief. Um, and I think since we haven't really heard much about the story, um, they're trying in. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes to the SoundCloud uh, file that came out. It's episode one of supposedly a bunch. But um, he basically, um, uh, a quick little a quote from that I wrote down was, uh, what began as a high-profile hero story quickly turn, turns into a full-blown investigation. Sources claim they know the real Master Chief, the boy, the soldier, the hero, the traitor, but who's telling the truth? Um, and that also came hot on the heels of a new uh, trailer called Halo 5 Bullet, where it shows a sniper rifle bullet leaving a sniper rifle barrel. That's typically how bullets... Happy fuck, and uh, going into uh, Master Chief's helmet and exploding. And uh, if you slow the tape down, uh, tape. If you slow the video down, <laughs> um, the bullet has words printed on it, and the words are son, abductee, victim, orphan, recruit, soldier, warrior, ally, hero, savior, traitor. Mm. Um, so I'm really thinking that um, um, it's. I think Halo Five is going to turn into one of those. Like the cliched, um, the the cliched like sci-fi trope where, or like even spy trope where you work for or an organization and then you get framed for something and then you have to fight the organization and prove your innocence. I have a feeling that that it's just going to be another cookie cutter story like that. Um, uh, did you guys get a chance to check in this out, or do you have any thoughts on what these little hints could be about? Um, well, I saw screenshots of the trailer, but I didn't watch it yet. But just thinking about the premise, I mean, yeah, it sounds a bit cliche, but anything that gets Master Chief away from the Covenant is welcome to me because I can't tell you guys how disappointed I was where I picked up when I picked up Halo 4 and it was kind of advertised as, hey, you know, it's the start of a new trilogy, the Covenant storyline's over, Master Chief is going to be, you know, in new new sections of the universe, new environments. And then, like, the second you start playing, you get attacked by, like, a rogue Covenant ship. And I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, then, yeah, because it's not, it's not the Covenant. It's a rogue Covenant, like, sec. Yeah, okay. And, and then at first, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. They're trying to introduce it by, you know, bringing in some familiarity. And then when the new enemies come in, they'll take over. But then it's like, I don't know if you guys played the whole thing, but the plot is essentially that the new bad guys brainwash these rogue Covenant. And you're fighting the Covenant most of the game with a couple of like maybe two or three new enemies scattered here and there and it was so disappointing and i was so glad that i had just rented it because i would have been really pissed off if i had bought it uh well i was one of those idiots who bought it i bought it i think it was the last 360 game i ever bought and it was uh one of those games where i stayed up for the midnight release and i was really really and i even bought like the premium edition Cause oh, that, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I, I gotta tell you, not only did the, I was disappointed with how mm, the enemies weren't, they were interesting, but I didn't get a good variety of it. the The boss fight at the end was like the biggest anticlimactic. It was more anticlimactic to me, and I haven't got to the end of Shadows of Mordor yet. But I don't know if it's the, on that same level of just oh, do I press a button and this fight's over? Or you know, so I, I. What was what was the boss at the end of Halo Four? I don't even remember. And I it's you, you. got to a, you had to ride this little like hover uh, thing to the end of a stage and just you know withstand this onslaught of enemies. And then you got to the final boss and you watch a cutscene. And then you then you don't. There's just one point in the game where you have press X 
and that's it. And that's the end. It was. Uh, it, it, I, I vaguely remember that like that press X cutscene, but like it's so it's it's obviously so fucking forgettable because I don't because I, I played through that a couple of times. And it was like it it left such a bad taste in my mouth where I didn't even want to touch the multiplayer at all. I was like, I was just, you know what? I'm done with this game. I I, I was so excited. Like, yeah, we're gonna. We do that sometimes with our friends. Like, oh my god, this is gonna be the game we're gonna play online. You know, we're gonna make a team. We're gonna make a, you know, a, a legion or whatever. We're gonna play this every Saturday. You know, we're gonna get under the ranks. No one after that was like, all right, I'm done. Let's fucking move on. Well, back to Call of Duty for us. You know, so <laughs> that that sounds like us every week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're totally gonna do it this week, right, guys? <laughs> no, we're still Never, waiting no. for that damn. The, o- the only time we, the only time we played was me and Josh played Smash Brothers. That was it, and he kicked yeah. my ass. <laughs> I, I felt bad. Like I feel bad beating people. Humble bragging. I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. All right, Josh, Mister Humble Brag. Why don't you tell us what your news story of the week uh, is? Um, I have three, but two of them are kind of around, along the same lines of each other. So I'll start with those two. Um, right, like the day after we recorded last week, a leaked screen from the Xbox Live store revealed that the Predator was going to be a downloadable character in the upcoming Mortal Kombat X. Which now, 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 to clarify, it's it's the like aliens versus Predator, Predator, not that creepy guy down the street with a trench coat and the greasy <laughs> hair. You want no, a, no, no. You want you not, want a gold amiibo? That they they couldn't afford to sign me into the license, so <laughs> they, they had to they had to they had to stick with the the, with the movie Predator. So <laughs> I didn't write the speaking, time down for that. That was that's our stinger. So speaking of speaking of which, uh, check out my Instagram if you want some great WrestleMania picks this week. But anyway, it's freecandyvan.com. Speaking of Predator, um, yeah, so the. Predator is joining Jason Voorhees, who was announced the week before as DLC. They have yet to make an official announcement, last I checked, but that leaked screen all but confirms that Predator will be in it. Now, I have to ask you guys, because when Mortal Kombat 9 was out and Freddy was the last DLC character for Mortal Kombat 9... Whoa, 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 whoa. Back, back the fun bus the fuck up. F- huh? Wait, Freddy Krueger was in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in Mortal Kombat what? 9, yeah. yeah. What the fuck is this shit? What... Yeah, and it, that's what I was going to mention because at the time there were a lot of you know purist fans who were angry, saying that you know, there were a lot of established Mortal Kombat characters that could have used that DLC slot instead of Freddy Krueger. But in my experience, at least, I haven't heard any real backlash towards either Jason or Predator. And I think maybe since people are more used to it, they seem to be more okay with it. I mean, what do you guys think? Well, I'll let the, I'll let Juan go because you're the the fighter like expert. Uh, I like it, um, and, and especially when you have so many fighters that you're competing against now. You have Injustice, you have Smash Brothers, Blaze Blue, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Even though they're not going to make more of those, uh, Street Fighter Five's coming out. Um, they're, they're, the, the market is, especially when it comes to PS4, is pretty saturated with fighters. And right. you, if you're going back to Mortal Kombat, and Mortal Kombat Nine wasn't all that great, and then you have Injustice that. To be honest, plays really well. It's like the Mortal Kombat. No, it game. doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it, a terrible game. Well, there's 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 a couple characters that are broken. <clears throat> Superman. Um, 
But, you know, when it came out, it got a lot of good reviews. And, I mean, the team that worked on Mortal Kombat worked on Injustice. And they are making a sequel to it. So, if you are going to Mortal Kombat and 9 didn't necessarily, like, wow anybody. It was good, but it wasn't anything that's going to keep the fighting community consistent and stick with that game. They're going to go back to Street Fighter. They're going to go back to Marvel. Those are your top two. So, you need to bring something out that's going to get Mortal Kombat 10's name going uh, get excitement, hi- get hyped up for it, and yeah. and if it if it means bringing Jason Voorhees and Predator, yeah, it's a little you know, you know, kind of a you know, not I don't want to say gimmicky. It's it's a it's a PR stunt, but fuck, if you're gonna bring anybody from a movie franchise, why not bring fucking Predator? He's a badass. Yeah, and uh, um, Predator's been getting around, isn't he? Like in Archie comics now. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a storyline right now. Archie versus Predator. What the yeah? Like what the fuck is? <laughs> Like who owns Fox? Probably owns Predator. What are they doing? I, I <laughs> he's gonna kill. If anything, if Predator is smart, he's gonna kill Archie. Just take Betty and Veronica for himself. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> make Jughead watch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's fucked up, man. <laughs> Wait, isn't Archie already dead? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well, then maybe Freddy Krueger can kill him. Oh. Oh yeah. See, see what I did there? Um, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm all about mashups. I love mashups. I love, you know, different IPs uh, intersecting. That's why I love games like Smash Brothers. That's why I really like the what Mario Kart's doing with the oh, yeah. Mario uh, DLC that's coming out. So uh, I'm all for it. I think it's great to have, you know, I mean, those are uh, Jason Voorhees and the Predator are two, like, super iconic um you know, uh, characters, and it's going to be great. And 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 frankly, you can do anything with the fighting game. Um, we can all remember. Mm, excuse me. Um, uh, we can all remember when um, Soul Calibur games start, came out, and they started adding like Darth Vader, Yoda. Um, they added characters from you know different uh, franchises. Like on the- I remember that they had Spawn and uh, Heihachi from uh, fucking. Ah, I can't remember that fucking game. Where's my fucking ah Tekken? Tekken, Tekken. <laughs> Damn it! You're a terrible, you're a terrible ambassador just, to they're, fighting games. There's game. just so many shit. Yeah, so I, um, I'm all for it. Um, I think it's cool. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I did not like Injustice. I was just not good at it. And like, yeah, say what you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm a shitty fucking player, and I'm not having fun with it. But I wasn't having fun with it. I wasn't good at it. I, I just wasn't enjoying it. So I'm worried that I might not like. Mortal Kombat 10. Well, to be honest... Uh, but I want to. Be, I want to. I so desperately want to. Well, to be fair, um, I'm not... I appreciate Injustice. I like it, but it's not a game where I've been playing it on a weekly basis. I only play it if, you know, my friends have it or they want to play a couple games. Sure, we'll fucking play around. But I'm going to go back to Street Fighter, Marvel's Capcom, and Smash Brothers. Um, I, I was never a fan of the combat system for Mortal Kombat. Any button... If I had to have a, a button to block instead of just holding back... I'm like, oh yeah, I know. I go fuck, man. That's just another button. For me, buttons are for attacking or shooting fucking missiles. Like I don't want to have a button to block. What's the next? Push a button to fucking move left and move up and to crouch down forward. Fuck that. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I never really got into Mortal Kombat. And then even to bust out a fucking fatality, like I'm. It felt like I was going to church. Kneel, stand up, shake hands. Kneel, <laughs> kneel, stand up. Like. <laughs> 
like a, take communion. Yeah, take communion. Why not do this? Why like can't if you're gonna make a button to block, give me a button to fucking press and do fatality. Because let's be honest, that's why people play Mortal Kombat to watch the fatalities. That was it. Even yeah. if you lost, you're like, oh come on, dude, do the fatality. I was more pissed not by losing, but the fact that my opponent couldn't pull off the fatality. That's what pissed me off. Because at least if I die, I went out like you know, fuck. Oh hey, there goes my fucking organs. Cool. But I think for me, like for me, um, I don't know if I'm going to pick up Mortal Kombat X. I'll play it if my friends have it. But the the fact that, you know, same, kind of the same reason why I didn't pick up Killer Instinct. I don't want to buy a game only to find out that I have to pay more money to get the full roster. Because I had that happen with um, Street Fighter Cross Tekken where you had, to buy, you had to buy more costumes and more characters. I had that happen with Marvel vs. Capcom. I don't want that to happen with Mortal Kombat X because the only way you're going to get Predator and Jason is if you have the DLC pack. The uh, yeah. it, It's like four characters and, and you get skins. Um, and I don't know if they're going to release more characters down the road, but I don't want that, man. So, if, if, so wait, clarify, clarify. The the uh, Jason and the Predator, they're, they're not skins. They're completely they're com- like They're completely fleshed, out, the characters, fleshed right? out characters, but they're not included in the standard version of the game. You have to get either the special edition or... Or purchase the DLC pack on launch day, so you're gonna fork over another okay. fifteen. I think it's fifteen bucks. I I should know. I wrote the damn story. Shit, but <laughs> but but it's it's you're gonna fork over. I mean, no more than twenty bucks to get all that stuff. So I mean, even if you buy the standard edition for sixty, you're gonna fork over eighty dollars to play as a 1980s movie icon, or two of them. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, we got to pause real quick. Uh, we'll be right back. We are having some issues on the back end, so uh, hang tight. It'll be instant for go you grab guys. A, go grab a Tums. Tums. Hold on. <laughs> so while Shane's taking care of Josh, how are you doing, listener? Are you enjoying the episode 23? I bet you are. We here at the Geekscape Podcast appreciate your listenership and truly thank you for minding this little break. Now... As you do know, winter is fast coming to a close, and spring approaches with new hopes and new games. So E3 is just 70-something days away. And uh, as you can realize, we were hoping for more news stories, but alas, we have a fucking empty wallet, if you will, of stories. So we're kind of making shit up as we go. And I think that's where the reason why Josh is having, quote-unquote, technical issues, because he doesn't even know what he's going to say right now. Derek left us. He's in somewhere in the U.S. He won't tell us where, but I'm pretty sure someone with Saks underwear because he loves him so damn much more than we do. Anyway. All right, and we're back. I hope you enjoyed that little fancy interlude from our own Juan Carlos there. Uh, it looks like now Derek is the lucky charm uh, because he's gone and everything's turning to shit. Um, Josh, you may not have heard um, uh, our opinions on the Predator Jason uh uh, DLC, but you also I also know that you wanted to talk about um, possible continuity errors with uh, I was going to say Final Fantasy Nine, Mortal Kombat Nine. So uh, <laughs> why don't you get us back into the swing? Um, well, if either of you played the story mode, we were talking about it before the show, Shane. But uh, uh, Juan, if you played the story mode, you would remember how Liu Kang um, essentially tried to kill Raiden at the end of Nine because he didn't trust him anymore since he was screwing with the timeline. <laughs> And yep. Raiden accidentally killed him. <laughs> Wait, Accident- he accidentally killed him? Accidentally. Yeah, like, Liu Kang was going to kill him, and then Raiden tried to, like, protect himself and accidentally shot a lightning bolt at his flaming fist, which engulfed him. Accidentally. Accidentally. But, uh, okay. 
So t- just today, they officially announced Liu Kang as a playable fighter in Mortal Kombat X. And the interesting... I mean, it's a no-brainer because he's always been considered the main character of the series, but when you consider the ending of Nine and you see the screenshots of him where he looks completely normal, even though this game is supposed to be a direct sequel to Nine, and then when you also take into account, and I'm paraphrasing, but a quote from Ed Boon saying that uh, that the main villain of the game will be a returning character, but one that people might not expect. What do you guys think in it's terms of the possibility? Rayman. It's, it's Rayman. 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 <laughs> Are, you're still holding that grudge. Hey, I'm still holding that grudge with the fucking Iron Fist. Um, I, I, th- I think it, it it's um ah oh, fuck. I'm trying to think of the the. It's either a show or a movie where like suddenly a character's back and it's like whoa. What is this guy doing back? I thought he died, and then turned out to be like some evil clone or something. Um, I, I would, I would say it's probably Liu Kang, but also at the same time not Liu Kang. Does that make sense? Right. No, I know what you mean. And Mortal Kombat yeah. lore in the past has gotten really weird, so I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, in the original Mortal Kombat timeline from the old story, uh, I think Liu Kang got killed in Deadly Alliance, and then in the next game they brought him back as a zombie. Who was be who had his body controlled by some evil shaman or some crap? So, I yeah, mean, and then um, I believe it, in Deadly Alliance, uh, Scorp- Scorpion died too in the story mode, right? Which is amazing considering he was already dead, but they pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, and he's the creator's favorite character. So, I, 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 it's I really, it's just a fighting game. Do you really play fighting games for the story? I do, but well, I was I was always weird. that one weirdo. Yeah. I was the one who was like, fuck yeah, Chun-Li, go be an ordinary woman. <laughs> well, okay. All right, then. Uh, equal, <laughs> equal rights opportunity uh, and then, from Josh. That's awesome. And then speaking of incredible female characters, um, the last thing I wanted to touch on real quick was the possibility an of Gravity Rush. An incredible female character. Yes, exactly. Sorry. Um, but the possibility of Gravity Rush getting uh, getting remastered for PlayStation 4. Now, I mean, we've talked about remasters Wait. plenty of times in the past. Oh, go ahead. A remaster for PlayStation 4? Uh, yeah, uh, Gravity Rush 1 remaster for PS4. Whoa, uh, the remasters for PS4, that's news to me. I know, right? I mean, it's not like it's not like there's any shortage of remasters as it is. But but, but wait, no, no, Juan's right. Wasn't that game released on the PS4? No, it was PS Vita, which I mean, which partially explains why they would want to re-release it on a system that people bought. Re-release, <laughs> but it's it actually it's actually being released for the first time, <laughs> <laughs> Pr- pretty much. But uh, which is funny too, because the Vita version this past weekend was on sale for eighty cents. Oh my god! Uh, digitally, <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, I don't know. Have you? I know Shane. You haven't owned a Vita. Do you have a Vita, Juan? I don't, and uh, I I don't. I wouldn't mind getting one. It's just there's just way too many games out. Right to, to play. And they're all like like eighty hour uh, JRPGs. Yeah, which is the great thing about Gravity Rush because I think it was like about ten hours or so, and and it was an action game. But just to talk about it real quick, and I'll I'll get back to it in my games that I've played because I restarted it recently, coincidentally. But it's honestly one of the most creative and gorgeous looking games that I've played in a really long time, and. We've all talked about remasters so much. I'm generally against them. And for the most part, I'm kind of against this one because it gives you less of a reason to own a Vita. They're already porting Tearaway to PS4, which they announced, oh, wow. I think, last year. 
Um, but at the same time, the game was so good that it does deserve a bigger audience. And just out of guilt that I bought the original one used so it never got my sale, I probably will just bite the bullet and buy the PS4 version new. But, I mean, you own a PS4, Shane, and Quan, I, you said you were going to buy one eventually. I will have one by the end of the year. Perfect. So that's Whoa, a great opportunity. That's so f- you have to get one, like, tomorrow. tomorrow. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any money. <laughs> I, I spent $600 on my dog. <laughs> Because I broke Uh-oh. its leg. What? You broke your dog's leg on what accident. By, by accident. By accident. By accident. Oh, whoa, someone, whoa, someone, whoa, someone, whoa, get Sarah, someone get Sarah McLaughlin on the phone. <laughs> get the ASPCA. What? <laughs> I. It was like I, I was like raiding, and my dog was Liu Kang, dude. It's like it was just completely by accident. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's well, um, okay. Really quick. Uh, I um, I don't think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but. Uh, I broke my big toenail uh, two Saturdays ago. I was getting on your dog. No, 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 no. It, but it leads <laughs> up to this. So I was get, uh, so I was getting out of the shower and I misjudged. And we have the the sliding door shower, and I misjudged the metal part underneath, or the the door that sits the, rests the track. The track. So I got my first foot out, and I even told myself I had a mental dialogue. All right, yeah, make sure you lift your leg, and I hit it so hard. That I, I just thought, okay, I just stubbed it. I look at my toe and I see that it's still in place, but there's a like a line of blood. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's something. I'm not. <laughs> huh. And Between... you know, like when everybody gets hurt, you know, that initial reaction is not fear, it's shock. It's like, huh, well, look at that. <laughs> that's not normal. Yeah, so that I'm not, I'm not a physicist, but uh, or doctor, but uh, I'm sure that's supposed to stay inside you. And. <laughs> And then when That's I what wiped, she said? <laughs> and, and uh, oh my god, that was so good! And uh, so I'm I'm clearing away the blood, and I notice there's a crack that goes vertically from the top to the bottom of it, and I'm like, oh shit, my nail's moving! Oh my god, I I I don't know if my nail's like completely off or on. So I like hobble heel up like to towards my wife and you know because she's you know so take a look at this can you help me and she's like oh yeah and then she's like I love her to death but she's like the worst consoler ever because instead of like oh my god okay let's take care of it she, the first thing she says is babe <laughs> like, like like so like condescending like yeah. oh, come on and then she and then I'm holding my foot because it hurts like hell and she says. Uh, you know, you don't have to hold your foot. I'm like, well, you know, it hurts like a bitch right now. So, <laughs> so I'm just, so I'm just holding it because of the pain. So while this is happening, my little tiny dog um, is on the bed and she's licking my shoulder because I have water. Or she's just trying to make me feel better because I guess she senses I'm in pain. I moved, uh, I kind of shift my body to see where she's at, but I didn't see that she was leaning off the bed. Like she's putting most of her weight towards me. So she loses her footing. She falls to the floor and breaks her uh, her front foot, her, fr- her front leg. So she um, broke, uh, you know how we have two bones in the part of our arm? You know, not, the, not the, the part of our arm. You know, right. the, the, the lower. You're part obviously of, you're you're forearm, obviously basically. not like the for, in our forearm. You're not, yes. a, you're not an anatomy I, expert. I'm not either. an anatomy expert. Not in the in the, in, the, in in any way, but in our forearm we have those two <laughs> bones. So in the dog equivalent and the top part, the top bone, she uh, was a clean break, and in the bottom it was just a small little crack. 
and not that but that goes halfway through. It didn't go completely through the bone, but just halfway. So uh, we took her to the vet, and it, the the vet told us that it was the best possible break. If 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 dog was gonna break its leg, this is the way you wanted to do because it'll heal quickly. But I felt like a well, at ju- least at least you're a conscientious abuser. A conscientious, <laughs> but but uh, the the moral is, well the whole story point is that it, it, I had to fork over about six hundred bucks to to take care of it. So that's so where you're my, not getting the PlayStation. So that is why I'm not getting a PlayStation. 4. So that whole long winded story led up to that. But yeah, and um, so that that's where we are. Yeah, and you know what? That wouldn't have happened to Dusty, who is Cat's cosmic kitty in Gravity Rush, which you won't be able to play <laughs> since you don't have a PS. Since you're not going to be able to get the PS4. Now that, Boom! that la- Josh Jackson bringing it back. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a mother effing segue. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, uh, Josh. Um, before we pass it over to Juan, you got anything else you want to talk about this week? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Well, Juan, it's your turn. All right. Well, um, there's just two things mainly I want to talk about, and mainly they're about the games that I've been playing this week. Uh, is the release of Mario Party 10, and another 3DS game that we'll get to in a minute. But uh, Mario Party 10, I know Josh, you've been playing it too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, the, we got the, the the I got the bundle with Mario, and I ended up getting the Amiibos, which by the way are fucking gorgeous. I was a little hesitant because like, oh great, another Mario Amiibo, another Luigi. They're like they're characters that we already have, with the exception of what Toad. That was right. like, the only big one. Uh, but damn it, the Bowser Amiibo is gorgeous to look at. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of the Bowser model from Super Mario 3D World. It just looks really, really good, and it's heavy as hell. And they're just really, really nice. So um, I was glad to get those. The game, uh, I was a little disappointed because it just seems the options are not as plentiful in previous Mario Party versions. Uh, They brought back the car. So you're not your own individual piece moving about the board. You're all together moving as one. Which which I know everybody like, like... Universally panned that. Yeah, and and they got rid of the stars. So you know how the classic uh, mode of Mario Party, you trade in twenty coins to buy stars, and then you can lose those stars at any point of the game. They move that to the Amiibo Party version. So if you want to play that Mario Party game, it's uh, you have to use your Amiibos. Um, yeah. Or you could use like these paper cutouts that are already set that look really cheesy. Like if you bought an old like nineteen eighty seven or nineteen seventy six game board and it had no plastic figures, just like these little paper standees. And the game boards. Wait, 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 wait! It comes with like paper figures well, that have NFC. Yeah. It, it, in- no, no, no. Like it just uh, if you play oh, Amiibo, in that mode. Yeah, in, that, in mode. that mode. So let's say you're the only one with an Amiibo, but everybody else wants to play, but they don't have an Amiibo. They can play, but the, their characters in the game appear as like little paper cutouts. Ah, got it. Yeah, so uh, I mean, and the board it, it leaves a lot to uh, leaves a lot to be desired because it's just a general square, and they yeah. have little attractions, but they're all pretty much the same. So the aesthetic look changes, but the effects are somewhat similar, and and it, and you go by really quickly, and you only take ten turns, uh, and uh, it's it the game boards don't have that personality, and the Amiibo party, uh, they don't have that that personality where you have a distinct feel for each board like the previous games do and so i was a little put off by that and as far as the main uh game mode it's i just don't get it like i really wanted that star system but now it's just whoever collects the most like star bits it almost like super mario galaxy type mm. so whoever gets, collects the most of those wins uh, i will say though some of the mini games are really fun and the the Bowser mode is actually the reason to buy the game. It's because I was really fifty fifty on it, 
But if you uh, imagine if Dungeons and Dragons invaded Mario Party, that's pretty much what Bowser mode is. That's the be- that is the best like description of that I have heard yet. Yeah, it's like you're, that's perfect. Like but you're the Nintendo dungeon- when yeah. you get a platinum edition of this game, put fucking Juan's quote on the back. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. Yeah, like like if you like because you know Dungeon Masters and you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for a while, right, Shane? Yeah, I, have, I haven't played uh, uh, Pathfinder in a few weeks just because we moved to Saturdays and I've been busy. But uh, yeah, I've, like, I know all about it. Yeah, Dungeon Masters to me have always been mathematical geniuses, but also dicks. Like, <laughs> like if you're good with numbers and can tell a story, but also an asshole, then you're a Dungeon Master. That's pretty much this Bowser mode's perfect for them. You don't want to win. You don't want to lose. You don't want to be part of the game but like in that sense, but you want to be the guy who just fucks with everybody. That's Bowser. And oh so you, shit! Sounds like my game. I need to go out and buy oh, this right now. So, like, if me, uh, me, Josh, Derek, and Jonathan played, like, I'll bring it to Comic Con and I'll give you the gamepad and you are Bowser and you just get to fuck with us. Oh, dude, it's be perfect. Yeah, game so, of the year, right there. Game of the year. So, so that, for, in that sense, it, it's a great game. Um, but it's definitely one where, um, if you, pl- if like, if someone's new to the Wii U, uh, and just Mario Party in general. It's a good game, but if you're if you've been spoiled by playing the older Mario parties, especially the ones for like Nintendo sixty four and GameCube, holy shit, um, yeah. you're gonna be disappointed because um, Mario Party eight I loved for Wii that had like that awesome like um, mini game where you could race around with a bunch of different uh, characters and the and the maps were pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Mario Party ten uh, the amiibo functionality is actually pretty fun. I just wish it was there was more to it. Uh, and the the main version of the game is okay. Uh, I I've still only put like me and my wife played it a lot, so we had a lot of fun. Uh, but she, she had a blast, and I had a blast playing with her. But I know I played the older versions of Mario Party, and this does not exceed those older games. But I will say Bowser Mode is fucking awesome, and that's the, that's the way I would play this game going forward. Uh, so the, would you would you give it a buy rating? I would I would I would buy it, uh, but. With the sense that if I have, well, if you have friends, and uh, especially for, if, I'll put it this way: if you're in a dorm and you have a bunch of buddies at the ready at any given moment, this is definitely a fun ass game. And if you have people who come over to your dorm or your house or your apartment and are not regular gamers, but they do enjoy you know gaming, like this is a perfect game for them. It's not intimidating; anybody can pick it up and play. And the Bowser mode in general is just fun because you're always going to have that one person who says, "Well, I'm not going to win. There's no point in me trying." Well, okay, tell you what, if you don't feel that confident winning, why don't you fuck with the rest of us? And it'll just give them that sense of power. You know, so it, it is fun. Uh, the Bowser mode is really, really great. Um, and that would be the main reason. That alone is the reason to buy the game. Um, but and, and I know you could get the bundle for about 50 bucks online right now. There's some sales going on, on on Newegg, I think, have has it for 50 bucks or 51 So for that, I, it's a steal. Um, the other game I wanted to talk about, and I don't have that many nice things, that much to say about it in terms of nice uh, stuff, is um, Codename Steam. Uh, really? I was really hopeful because the team behind it uh, is so talented. Uh, Josh, have you played it? Just the demo. I have it, but I haven't opened it yet because. Oh. Uh, I want to return it to GameStop because they told me that I can't return it. If, no, they told me if I return it, I have to return my Zelda pin. So oh. I'm going to reach. I accept their challenge. So I'm waiting for a good time to bring it back without the pin. Um, <laughs> dicks. Um, it is. I, I admire the the presentation of it. The presentation is really good. 
for me. It has that old comic book style feel to it. It's a little cheesy, but I like cheese. Um, it's so painfully slow between turns. It's like when in Fire Emblem, you could have the overhead map. You can see where all the enemies are. Uh, and even when the enemies move, it's quick. It's fast. It, it, but with Project Steam, there's two horrible things about it. Number one, you're, not only are your weapons controlled by Steam, but your fucking movement. Apparently, in this alternate reality where Steampunk reigns supreme, you can't fucking walk unless you have Steam. <laughs> I am not okay. shitting you. Like, there's a character, this this big dude, like John Henry. He has this massive, like, Gatling grenade launcher thing. He can take, like, five steps. And then you have to wait another turn before he can move again. Yeah, okay, you know what it reminds me of? Um, I, I just started playing Transistor. Um, mm. Like, I, I forgot to talk about it last week. But you can go in that, like, plan mode where you have, like, a meter where um, attacks and movement get pulled out of it where you can plan out your moves. Is it kind of like that? Yeah, it's it's like that, but but the, what makes it so... But it, not good? No, because the thing is, I can live with that. Okay, you know what? I can only move five steps, six steps. Okay, i got to be more strategic. Here's the shit. You cannot see where the enemies are moving at all. And and the, there's a... At the bottom of the screen, it says enemy movement or enemy's turn. And it's just, like, loading... Like, like uh, you know, when you turn on your iPad or your iPod and you have that little white bar that's filling and filling and filling you're waiting that shit to reach the end it's exactly what it is you spend more time watching that meter reach its end for the enemy to finish its turn than you actually playing the game because Hmm. so like oh i can't see an enemy i'll just move to the right or left and then oh shit oh well the enemy's not there fuck and then enemy's turn and then apparently enemies are moving on the board but you can't see where they are for half the time so it's incredibly frustrating because you're just waiting. And you can't press A to, to fast forward the movement or press start to just skip it and get to your turn. You have to sit there and wait for the enemies to be done. And it's like, Real, fuck. Oh, so, yeah, I think Derek was touching on that briefly. But um, so there's there's no way to, like, speed things no, up at all. If there is, I haven't found it. And I fucking pressed every button. I fucking pointed it towards the sun. I, I lit a fucking uh, <laughs> Bok Tai Virgin Mary candle next to it and prayed in Spanish. None of that shit works. None of that shit works. So if it was, I mean, I wanted, and you know, I, I'm very patient with games and, and I will find, you know, I, I consider myself an optimist, but holy fuck. Like it, it was, it it's so painful to play. And I really wanted to like this game so bad. And I, I think I'm at the third level right now. I'm going to force my way through it. I have to see it through the end because I have to justify the Majora's Mask purchase. Like that's the reason why I got it. But I want to see it to the end because a part of me is hoping that there's a point in the game where I find validation with it. But at this point, I can easily see people buying the game or playing it and instantly being turned off within the first ten minutes. Right. It, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's that disappointing. It is because with Fire Emblem, because this is like a RTS game. So I figure, oh, if it's anything like Fire Emblem. Uh, then I'm gonna love this game, you know, because I love Fire Emblem. And, but this game, holy crap, it is so frustrating, and you just have to wait there forever to play. Like I could wait for to get another life in Pokemon Shuffle before I wait for a couple of turns in Codename Steam. Wow, it, it is, it is, it's just so a, a definite like no buy. Rating. I would not buy it. I mean, no. I, I, I mean, I really wanted to like it. And and I'm and you know I'm sure maybe I finish it maybe the story redeems it or maybe there's the other modes that make it more fun and I, I did use the amiibo 
But if I'm using, you know, it's funny in a game that has characters with guns and, hey, use your amiibos with swords <laughs> to, to, to fight. Yeah, okay, that'll work. And I know some amiibos, I think, like, Lucina's going to come with a bow and arrow. But, okay. But, fuck, man, like, it, it's... It, the movement and the movement and just sitting there waiting for the turns. If there's a patch they can release to just speed that up, it'll it'll easily make the game a a lot more tolerable. But as it stands, it is just not fun. It is not fun whatsoever right. for me. Huh. For me. And then just just to add to that, because I only played the demo, but from what I read, the de- issues with the demo are the same as the issues in the main game. But as far as the movement, it doesn't bother me that much because. At the end of the day, it's still mostly a strategy game, but it's kind of presented as a third-person shooter. So mm-hmm. it's like the Steam kind of lim- like how in a in a like in Fire Emblem, for example, each unit can only move a certain amount of squares. Right. So to me, it's kind of the same thing. They just kind of took a different take on it, where instead of only being able to move a certain amount of squares on a on like an overhead map, you can only walk a certain amount of steps that are equivalent to those squares. So, I mean, that part doesn't bother me, but you're right as far as like the the wait times, I 100% agree. And the thing that really turned me off from the demo was I was trying to collect all the hidden items because apparently the more yeah. hidden items you collect in the demo, the, you unlock special weapons in the main game. But there was, there was this one part where... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think we just lost him. <laughs> Oh my god, this is part of the game where... Uh. <laughs> Alright, right, hold on folks, let's just yeah. see. We might we might just have to keep going. Uh, oh. We're doing this shit live, we're doing it live! Uh, I'm gonna hang up on him oh. and call him right back. Yeah, call him right back. We're doing it live, we're not stopping anymore. No, we're not stopping. We're enough, <laughs> this, enough is how, of this. this is how it do. Um, well, I guess in the, uh, in the meantime, while we're trying to get Josh back, um, one thing that we didn't talk about that I just reminded of it was confirmed... That Star Wars Battlefront 3 is coming out holiday season this year, and it's coming out on next-gen only. Actually, let me verify that. Uh, but uh, the uh, at least Mr. Juan Carlos's um, uh, suspicions were right. Damn that, straight. Um, it's coming out. It's got to be out by the Star Wars uh, Episode 7. Marketing 101. Uh, Marketing 101. So it is going to be on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC Master Race. Um, I'm fucking hyped for that. I know Juan's gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Um, I might have to get it on PS4 and PC if that means I can play with Juan. That's the, if that's gonna make me buy the PS. I'll have the PS4 before that. Good. That's, Good. that's gonna be- now is uh, Mr. Uh, Josh Jackson back? Mr. Josh Jackson, hello. I see that he picked up the call, but he's not talking. Uh, I think we are having reoccurring issues. Um, I, I think Codename right. Steam people probably uh, got to him. Okay, uh, God, it's just one of those episodes. It, it is. Um, hey! There he is! There, there he is. is! Yay! All right, we're back, folks. Sorry, uh, Josh, you were about to say something and you left us on a fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, before I was rudely interrupted by my piece of shit computer, um, I was going to say the demo was supposed to give you special items in the main game if you found all the collectibles and finished a, you know finished every stage but there was this one section where a collectible was really far off and once i grabbed it all of these off-screen enemies just started spawning all around me i had to wait for 5 minutes for them all to take their turns and then they would kill me before i was able to finish so that was just so frustrating and if and like Quan saying if the whole game is like that it's really really hard to recommend despite how creative I feel it looks and plays and all of the great features that they're promising. It's just really impossible to get by how slow it moves, which is weird 
because like we were saying, Intelligent Systems has made so many games in this genre, but it comes off almost as if it's the first time they've made a game like this, because I don't see how they could get away with making it so slow and where now, you can't do, see what your enemies do you, are doing. Do you think um, um, Nintendo had a hand in kind of crippling it, or do you think it was just bad design from the beginning? It's hard to say. I mean, I haven't heard any stories that Nintendo was particularly meddlesome in the development of it. I know that I believe Intelligent Systems made Paper Mario Sticker Star, and there was kind of a bit of controversy that that game was so different from the previous Paper Marios, and it ended up being blamed on that Miyamoto made them change the whole thing, like halfway through development, to what his vision of it was, which didn't match up with Paper Mario at all. So I know that it's ha- it has a history, but as far as we stand as we're recording this, there's no news saying that Nintendo got in the way, so it's hard to say. Either way, I can't mm. imagine someone going up to them and saying, make this game slow as shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, so um, let's just uh, get through what we've been playing. Um, I haven't played any video games this last week. I've been really fucking busy. Um, so um, oh, Juan, have you been playing anything else? Uh, besides Mario Party and uh, Codename Steam, uh, it's a lot of... Uh, fuck, I can't put down Pokemon Shuffle, man. Pokemon Shuffle... Download that. Uh, I need to download that it, shit. It's free, it, but it's cracked, dude. I don't. I put it. I don't. I don't uh, smoke. I don't do drugs. But I know now know what one more hit feels like. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, uh, I I I have been playing games this last week, but it's the My Little Pony mobile uh, game. So, no, no, like, so I, I gotta wait for you know. Yeah, stuff thirty to come minutes, twenty minutes. I almost for bought life. gems. I almost bought gems. <laughs> That, I did buy gems. I spent five dollars on gems. I think I think we all secretly have spent um, currency for those mobile games, but I uh, yeah, uh, not yet. Uh, the Josh will take hell or high water for Josh to break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I've avoided wait, downloading wait, Pokemon wait Shuffle. Wait a I don't minute. want to break that. Wait a minute. Have you purchased cards for the WWE card game? Oh no, I, I didn't even download. Oh, it. See, if there's oh. if there's games that I feel like I might spend money on, like Pokemon Shuffle and the WWE card games, then I just don't download it. Okay, um, oh, good man. Good man. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot more Destiny and trying to finish Shadow of Mordor. That's pretty much it, oh. though. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Okay. Uh, Josh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, for me, it's just two games we already talked about, so I won't spend too much time, but mostly Mario Party 10. Um, just to echo everything that Juan said, um, it is disappointing that the traditional format is only in the amiibo mode, especially because the amiibo mode only has one basic map that just goes around in like a perfect square instead of the traditional ones with all the different obstacles and themes. Um, I mean, you can change the theme like in quarters, which have different bonuses, but other than that, it plays exactly the same. But it was funny that when you mentioned, Juan, that it seems so bare bones, I instantly thought of how the game doesn't even have a title screen. Like, Oh, that's right! You just turn it on and it goes straight to Amiibo Party, Bowser Party, or Mario Party, and you just pick which one you want to play. There's never... There's no splash screen? Nope. That's the only... Weird. I, 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 thought, I thought it was going to lead to some kind of big introduction the first time I turned yeah. it on, but Could... nope, like every time no, okay, I play you it. Know what? You know what? I, we have to give Nintendo credit. That sounds intentional, because this is a, a family game, Like, and Juan said it's a game for people that don't normally play games. Um, I know um, I heard some Nintendo ambassador reviews of it, and they play it with their kids. So that makes sense that it's like, all right, let's just get to the menus right away for so people don't have to fiddle around and, and just, you know, add an extra step. So I think that's... Yeah. It might not be something that 
we would associate as good design um, because we're all expecting, you know, the splash screen. But I, you got to think of it from like the big picture standpoint from like the typical audience for these kind of games. I will say and it's going to sound weird saying, but if you're looking for a party game for you and your buddies, I would almost suggest that we party is probably the best way to go because we party has a shit ton of content. Um but if but Mario Party 10 does feel more catered towards the younger audience and the families because it has that amiibo integration. I'm not saying that um, We Party is a is a better game overall. I'm just saying that the it depends on your audience. If you're going if you have kids and more for family, definitely Mario Party 10. But if you are looking to really get the most out of your dollar, um, We Party You seems to it's it's I like We Party You. I, I, huh. I really do. I mean, the little tabletop games that come with it, like the baseball game, is fucking fun. Um, but yeah, it's just fucking weird when you look at the because Mario Party Eight had a lot of the Mario Party games had like single player campaigns. Like, yeah, you could play by your you know play as a single player and just go through thing play, play computers. But this doesn't have that. It's just like well, here's the board. I mean, you can play by yourself, but there's no like overarching story. There's not even a host. I mean, um, so fuck you know, it's. And for fit and for the fifty nine ninety nine price tag, it's no wonder why they added the Mario Amiibo because they know the game by itself is not worth sixty dollars. Yeah, I guess I guess that's um that's much that's pretty much it. Okay, guys, uh, we have a fallen soldier. It looks like uh, uh, Josh is down again. So uh, so that's mm. a third time third times the charm. So like he's out. Yeah. So, so I guess this is no longer the Freedom Cast. This is the Honeymoon Cast. Hey, we are. You got we got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. I left my girlfriend. Juan left his wife, and we are together, finally. Um, so let's just get into our mission objectives. What do you say? That uh, sounds great, honey bunch. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Um, last week we asked you guys uh, in response to uh, Dina or Dana, how we pronounce it, uh, Nintendo joining up. Yeah. yeah. Um, we asked you guys what Nintendo game would you like to see on a mobile platform. And we got a fucking a bunch of responses. Uh, Ray S said Super Mario Kart, tilt controls with mm. online play. That or Mario Party. Both are like quick fixes, easy to pick up and put down sort of games. Uh, Ryan G um, uh, said Sunset Riders, easy to use with control pad, then two buttons for jumping and shooting. Oh, the memories. And I'd say with online two player, it would be an easy and addictive game. Who's that? What was play. that? Ryan? Ryan G. That's my homie. I went that, uh, That's the no best since, response. Like, I'm going to vote these responses with a yay or nay. So, all right. You de- big yay. Okay. All right. All right, Ryan. So, Juan agrees. Yes, I do. Um, uh, Chris D. said Mario Kart, multiplayer across Android or iOS. Turning is done by turning the, de- the device. That is, a, that is a yes from me. Yes. Okay. Scott S. said RC Pro-Am from NES with added multiplayer. Mm, uh, I'm going to say nay, only because RC Pro-Am had that weird angle. To, yeah. to race and uh, you couldn't see the whole track all at once. Uh, no, I'm gonna say no to that. <laughs> okay, David K said uh, Mario Party Two. Uh, I would I would just say any Mario Party any, really, any, except for ten. Except for ten. <laughs> but uh, it, Robert F said yes. uh, a new a new WarioWare game would definitely work. Mm, oh, you know what? I'll add more of that. How about a different WarioWare game every day when you play the game? In- okay, that's cool. You know what? You know what I think would be awesome. Um, and this is a weird segue. Uh, segue? No, uh, tangent. Um, uh, Google has the Chromecast. Are you familiar with their Chromecast? Yes, I am. Okay, so they have a Chromecast, and one thing that I've seen is um, there's a Chromecast game that's essentially Cards Against Humanity, where um, you play it on the TV, and everyone has the the app on their phone, 
and they all you know play from their phones onto the TV, and then it that's just switches. brilliant. So I think uh, a WarioWare game, like even like on the Chromecast, would be fucking amazing. That... Um, you know, like everyone's using their devices um, and just playing like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of the Nintendo NX. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron P said, "World ends with you. Uh, you control the main character with nothing but the lower screen." Anyway, um, I didn't mm. really get into that game, but I know some friends that really it's, dug it. It has its following, man. It's it's, but uh, I'll give that a yay. I'll say okay. yes. I approve. I know it. the we- I know the weeaboos like that game. <laughs> um, Ralph K said, "Mario Three, the best Mario game." Um, wrong. That's Mario Sunshine. Um, mm, uh, Jonathan would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Larry H uh, said Battletoads um, okay I guess um, <laughs> Ethan S said Mario is missing it was no, the best game no, ever no 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 <laughs> I, no also microtransactions one buck hammer. per location Fuck, oh, damn this guy's digging his own grave like no <laughs> uh, Kenny B said Link to the Past and if they can figure out a non-shit control scheme Super Metroid Hey, wait, 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 um, wait, 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 you watch your mouth about Super Metroid's control schemes. There was nothing wrong with Super Metroid, goddammit. Oh, well, I think he's probably alluding to the fact that a touchscreen would be shit for oh, Super oh, Metroid. Oh, I, I retract my further, my previous statements. <laughs> you're, you're, we're good, we're good. But yes, yes, that, that would be difficult on touchscreen. Yeah, uh, we got uh, David the Untamed uh, <sighs> said Mario Party and WarioWare. Um, wait, wait, what was his name? Uh, David the Untamed. And did he respond through? Uh, how did he reach to us through Twitter, Facebook? Facebook. No, no. Uh, David the Untamed. Yeah. The kind of contradictory when you agreed to the terms and conditions of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really tame there. <laughs> I'm putting that. Right, I'm sorry. One hour and ten minutes. That's that's gonna be our stinger. I fucking love it. Um. Uh, what did Josh he say? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, what did he say? What was his game? Oh, Mario Party and WarioWare. Okay, yeah, yay, yay. So it's <laughs> <we're> good. <laughs> um, uh, Joshua K said Gradius. Um, I love that shooter. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, Jennifer C said Mario Legend of the Seven Stars and Paper Mario. I think that'd be amazing. That, I think those Paper are Mario both would great do good. games. I'm, uh, so RPGs on the mobile device. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got a lot more Wario wares on there. Wow, um, a lot of Wario wear love. Brian Y said Mortal Kombat. Uh, ah, I don't think he, no, because I mean, you're, we I already don't have think you read the question. I don't think you. Well, <laughs> of course, responding to the question without fully understanding it. Um, yeah. No, man, we already have games like that, and you hate Injustice, and they already have Injustice for tablets and phones. It's pretty much tap this button, swipe across. It does not. You can't replace a fighting game that's meant for you need consoles you, you really do you really do and, and yeah I, i'm gonna say nay to that no thanks mm. yeah um and then our good friend jeremy shepherd said uh i would love to see a metroid temple run game uh Ooh, that'd be cool that, that'd be cool i'd temple buy that for a dollar and then in you know the metroid universe like, that'd be pretty fun i'd buy that for a dollar yeah um uh, miles h the uh forever uh poo pooer said uh so they aren't porting anything. They're only putting out new content. Poo-poo, Miles, come on. Wait, wait, what, what do you see poo-pooing on the whole mobile thing? No, our t- question. Our question. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Graham H said Yoshi's Cookie. Uh, a group of us would play Yoshi's Cookie competitively for hours in my friend's basement. Being able to play online with anyone would be a perfect time waster. Wait, I'd wait, 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 f- wait, wait, wait. Before you, there, let me understand this. Where are they playing this? <laughs> friend's basement. There's an underground club for Yoshi Cookie. Like, <laughs> like this. We're too hardcore Literally. for the people above Earth, so we're gonna go underground. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, Mrs. Juan Carlos herself said, Bubble Bobble, because it needs a comeback. That is the best uh, entry of the entire set. Yeah. And and then um, (laughs) we got a couple of more from uh, Josh in the back channel. Uh, Carlos L. said, Fire Emblem and New Advance Wars, kind of like what we said. Brian G. um, said, uh, a game itself or franchise representation? Uh, If dig... uh, Okay. Uh, I dig... I don't know. What the fuck is he saying? If dig a companion app for Zelda U or something Pokemon related. Um, mm. Jonathan London uh, said, bring back Quirk. He was the coolest <laughs> tomato of all time. I don't know who Quirk is. He, he posted, I saw that earlier. He posted the, the it's just a tomato. It's, well, I don't it, know what. It's a tomato with sunglasses. Which <laughs> with sunglasses. With sunglasses. With sunglasses. Because, you know, everything from the early 90s had to have sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. Um, then Ryan uh, G, uh, different Ryan G, uh, said, I second Quirk. I played on the oh uh, GBA. Back-to-back I, Quirk. <laughs> I played on the GBA for iOS. It'd be a good fit. And those aren't first-party picks, but i like to see the return of Atomic Punk. Oh, wow. And then Arantza Ortega said, Cooking Mama. For some reason, it's the type of game I would play on an iPad. I could see that. Our good Matt Kelly said, Uniracers. Oh, the unicycle game for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hassan V said, "I would. I feel like an OSU EBA game would fit mobile. I don't know what what that is. OSU EBA. Ah, uh, that's too technical for me, man. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. Oh, elite. Uh, wait, Ron's. Oh, uh, elite beat agents. I'm getting for in Josh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck oh, yeah, elite beat agents. Fuck yes. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, we will never get elite beat agents." Again, because apparently we would go through shit with licensing fees. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. But, I mean, it's a great game. It's a fantastic game, but they use r- the real legit songs, but Nintendo went through hell and high water to get licensing issues, and they can never release it, because if they did, they would have to pay royalties all over again. Kind of the same situation with Earthbound and the Beatles stuff. It would be ten times worse with Elite Beat Agents. So, unfortunately, that probably is not going to happen unless they use original songs. Yeah. Yeah, um, and the last two we got, uh, our own Eric Francisco said, uh, oh, shit, hold on, uh, said, ghoul school, I'm not even joking, ghoul and I was like, and I was like what, why, wow. he's like, memories playing it with my sister way back when, I also remember wow. it being fairly easy to control, thus easy to translate to mobile, okay, Yeah. and then um, my good buddy Joe J said, zombies ate my neighbors, it was yes. a multiplayer back then, yes. and it would only be better today. Yes, and that I got to give my grandma props because there's only two, she still to this day plays her Super Nintendo on a regular basis, and she only owns two games for it: Super Mario World and Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Wow, that's a pretty that's a that's a with it grandmother. Um, okay, uh, our question of the week this week. Uh, oh wait, hold on, we're getting Whoa. back channel stuff. This oh just ends. This just. Josh, you're off the show. You're off the show. You're off the show. This is a honeymoon cast. Get the fuck out of here. Um, the question this week is what game did everybody else absolutely love that you absolutely hated? Juan, you go first. Um, I'm going to be completely honest here. I don't understand and I don't like Minecraft. I don't. Except, you know what? I'm with you on that. I'm fucking I, with you on that. Because here's why. Um, kids, 
I had Legos. I had Connect. I think we talked about this last week. I I played with tangible objects. Now, and I had kids and students to this day. You know, they play Minecraft. I understand. I understand why you like it. I understand why you like it. I don't get it, but I, I get why you do. I do understand because that was my love for Legos, and it still stands to this day. And I will be 60, and I'll be even older than that, and I'll still love Legos as much as I did as a kid. But I cannot, if I wanted to sit down and build shit, I'm going to do it with tangible objects. You know, yeah. But but a thing with Minecraft, I, I I know people get really creative with it. And you know what? For all intents and purposes, if I was eight years old right now, I'd probably love the shit out of Minecraft. I'm not denying that. But I, I understand that I, I when I see the toys in, in the shops and I see people wearing shirts and carrying on those fucking swords and axes and wearing those cube masks... I don't get it. I've never played Minecraft. I have no desire to play Minecraft. I have nothing against people who want to play it. It's just me personally. It's not my thing. And I and I have no desire whatsoever to play the Xbox version of it, anything like that. The guy who created it made a killing off it. When and he, he, bought- he, he, and he, and he, like, cashed out and... Um, Smart. I, I, you were probably going to say he bought that fucking house? Yeah, in Beverly Hills. He outbid, uh, what, Beyonce and I forget some other celebrity for it. No, yeah. And he's set, but yeah, man, it's, it's that thing where I just don't, it's, it does not my cup of tea and, uh, it's my injustice, if you will. <laughs> I know I'm with, I'm, I'm there with you. I got it, um, and play, uh, I got it a long time ago and I played it for a little bit. Um, and then I, I hosted a server and ran plugins and stuff with my friends and, you know, my friends would, would go in and just create stuff, but I would just get bored. And yeah. so, um, I would just use the like, the creative mode and like I didn't want to dig up stuff or make these elaborate mines or whatever. I would just like want to, I would just want to make like really offensive stuff. Dude, so I remember you, that's not surprising point, like, at all. <laughs> I'd be upset if you did it. I'm waiting for the penis to be made out of blocks. When's that coming into the podcast? No, I made plenty of penises. I think at one point I made like a giant inverted cross floating above our main city. There, that's my shame. Yeah, and um. <laughs> like one time um like unbeknownst to anybody i just like went out into the wilderness like when no one was on the server and made this like giant this is gonna sound really bad i made this giant like six-sided cube swastika beautiful floating in the sky out of light stone so it was glowing and then people got on and like hey what's that fucking glowing thing out like way out in the distance like just barely out of eyesight so like like a huge excess of people went out there and like oh fucking shane god damn it (laughs) By the way, listeners, that's all your emails can be sent to Shane at Geekscape.net. <laughs> um, <laughs> the creations and opinions of Shane O'Hare does not reflect the cast of the Geekscape Game Podcast. <laughs> no, not at back all. To you, at all. <laughs> back to you, Shane. <laughs> uh, and I hate women, too. Uh, um, uh, mine, the only thing that popped in my head was um, back in the day, my homies loved StarCraft One Brood War. They uh, swore by it, hated it. I, I mean, I would play it at land parties, but I hated it, which is really weird because I really got into StarCraft too, mm-hmm. like a lot. I was watching. I think a lot of people did. Lot. I was I was laddering. I don't know what it was. I think it had to have been the matchmaking, but I hated StarCraft One. I was a Dune two thousand guy. Like I just yeah. Um, yeah. Before we we start saying our goodbyes pretty soon, do you want to make a prediction of what you think our listeners are going to say the game that they hated that everybody loved? Oh what do you, shit! What do you uh, think they're going to say, Derek? Let's, Mm, that's a toughie because Derek I don't know what do you got uh, I'm going to say something like Super Smash Brothers 
or I think like melee. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Uh, melee. Uh, Call of Duty. I'm, I'm expecting some Call of Duty in there. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of something Derek that absolutely loved that that I hated. So I can try to. I don't, um, I don't know. Derek, Derek's uh, a walking, shifting enigma. Um, how about fucking uh, Candy Crush? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Josh. Oh. Uh, Josh is in the back channel. Uh, hold on. Type, type, type. Josh's uh, response was Last of Us. Too late. I already said it. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, he hates Last of Us. But we'll talk about it at the beginning of the show. We'll have them uh, talk it, talk about it before we get into next week's. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, we're super sorry about the audio issues. Uh, but you can find all of us at Geekscape.net. We are on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane O'Hare. I am at the King of Mars. And we're going to have links to uh, Josh Jackson and Derek Crenival's Twitter, but they don't get airtime because they're not here. Um, and, oh, Josh wants us to plug a Patreon to get a new computer. So mm. we're accepting donations for a new computer because I think Josh is still running like a, a dual-core Atom netbook. So like a 1.6 gigahertz dual-core Atom netbook. So Oh, and uh, another quick plug. Uh, I want to just announce that... Uh, our good buddy from WayForward Games, uh, James Montagna's new game, Dot Arcade, is out today for Wii U. So please go pick that up. We're going to do a feature on that game for the Geekscape Games podcast next week. Perfect, perfect. Um, and actually, um, another plug. We're all about plugging. Uh, we love plugs. Um, uh, our buddies, uh, longtime fans of Geekscape, uh, Big Ganks, and I don't know the other guy. I think Wookie Wombat. I don't know. The other guy's name. Uh, we have a new podcast on the network called BoomTube. They have a little pilot that's out. They're not really like pushing around. They're just trying to, you know, work out all the bugs. But we're going to have a new dedicated podcast on the Geekscape network that's all about TV. We're getting bigger, baby. We're getting bigger. We're getting bigger. Um, there's there's an erection joke in there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> we'll be back next week. Josh is getting bigger, apparently. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Um, with the whole cast and crew, hopefully for the entire hour and a half. It'll be the Kiefer um, Sutherland special, the 24th episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Take care.